game in while we're back. We're back and <laughs> full audio is, is going on this Version time. 2. Yeah, version 2. Take 2. So everyone's, everyone should be picked up. Everyone should be heard. Uh, so thanks, thanks if you watched uh, the first 20 minutes of me basically talking to myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're, we're talking about the Warsaw War Masters event on the weekend. Uh, joined by Evan, as usual, and Andy, who's uh, Andy, who won the, the first pod, and, uh, and by Chris Dacker, who's uh, one of one of the fine gents in behind the wheel at, uh, at Warsaw. Uh, so we've just been talking about um, stuff you've missed. Go back and look at the, the stream. We'll do a separate one actually about the venue and about the club um, in the next couple of weeks. So I really want to shout out about them but we'll 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 dive straight in with uh andy telling us about his lists which no one here apart from us on discord so andy tell us about your lists buddy <laughs> sorry okay i'll i'll give you a, a bridge version then um so yes yeah, so, so i was playing crucible guard uh, it's my first opportunity to try out the new uh newish um updated crd models um in, in a live event so i um I painted up a few of the new newer releases, like the Feral Experiments and the Containment Operatives. Uh, so I went with Silvestro in Prima Materia, uh, which was a couple of indicators, Suppressor, Liberator, and Vanguard, plus a Railless, so quite quite Jack Construct heavy. Uh, various solos, but then also I tried the, the, the Feral Experiments and the Containment Operatives in that Silvestro list. Uh, and then the, I paired that with a Lucas list, which I actually just went with a... Uh, a magnum opus list just um just just trying with like more, more dudes rather than because i've got Sylvester in that uh, primary material list i wanted to balance that off yeah so i had lucas lucas with the assault troopers cgi unit uh thermite archon uh, various solos and then a, a smaller jack package of vindicator suppressor liberator and double retaliators just for some oil-based shooting yeah that's nice yeah the, the, the so that was me the tweaks to like the jacks and the like just the the repair thing for the theme i think you've uh, yeah. really done like the whole faction just just taking them up with like an entire notch i think it's been really cool they do they they add a hell of a lot to it yeah yeah it's really nice it, to see. It, it's good i mean on, on the flip side on the balance side of it they've got crucible guard jacks are still really squishy so if you get hold of them sort of 11 18s will just disappear yeah but it's it just ups the ante if you don't completely take them off the table then they'll have the systems back and yeah. you'll get one more at least one more turn out of them before they then finally fall over the next turn so yeah it's it's, it's definitely definitely better a lot yeah. better yeah it's really, cool. it's really cool what was um what was the thoughts behind like the them as a pair um like what was the why why those particular lists um as I said, because I, I just finished painting up the oh, yeah, the, the painted side what? and winter yeah well, so, so, so that that then dropped them where do they fit best and to me that is with the semestro yeah. and that's the semestro list i've sort of built and then so with that point i then said well what would complement that so i went well, i've got i've got a small hard hitting list with the semestro i'll go a bit more a bit more volume so i went back to magnum opus took some cgi um took some retaliators for the oil based shooting and uh and, and went from there that's cool that's cool and and as we said <laughs> before the stream ended uh, you you were a good person and you didn't take any death archons. Correct. So let's talk about my lists quickly. So <laughs> my, my I'll tell you my thoughts first. My thoughts were I've got I've got a whole convergence army that I bought during lockdown <laughs> that I've never put on. That I've only put on the table like a, a couple of practice games at club, 
and I've got like you know the the auroras. I've got the the angels. I've got everything. Everything that's gonna get changed. So I've got tessellators. Um, so I wanted to like play the stuff that I I've been playing uh, on War Table and give it give it a proper go before the changes come in. Uh, and then and then after that, I want to be able to to basically compare it and say like, right, is is this still a good list? Because because like people's um, like gut reaction and like their, their hot takes right uh, are a little bit like well just because a point has gone up here and some tweaks have happened is that enough to actually stop you playing the list like some people will just like throw throw a list and throw a caster in the bin like if it loses like a warjack point we've, we've seen that in the past right so I wanted to, to have have that base have that scientific baseline like I'm, I'm convincing myself here so I could. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you really just tell me I brought the Death Star cards? I did it for science. For science, man. For science. Yeah. You did it with a straight face, man. I am. Well, as as Chris as Chris will attest, LARPing teaches you to lie a lot. Absolutely. My God, you've laughed a lot. Oh yeah, I have. I have laughed. I laughed for like 20, 25 years. So yeah, I was good at. It. So my list to her. So in in convergence of mercenaries. Um, so both lists are strange bedfellows. So Aurora one, uh, it's my my first list with a uh, uh, colliery, two conservators, which are the shield guard, um, vengeance jacks, uh, a diffuser for extra threat extension because you know they don't. Because it's not fast either. enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I want I want to see if I could get some work out of it to basically see if it was actually going to be a viable thing to slot into lists after the change. So that was kind of a bit of testing. Um, then Hermit, Hypatia, two Death Archons, two Steel Soul Protectors um, for uh, some more Shield Guards. So there's four Shield Guards in total, two of them which have got defensive strikes and are Weapon Masters. Uh, the Frustrum Locus, um, uh, one lot of Accretion Servitors, who are the, the Repair Bots. Uh, they've got Strip as well, so they give a point of damage to a Jack. But mainly, they, they repair and they have three Solos for two points that can trigger vengeance can repair nearly all of my stuff uh, and be contesting and scoring yeah that's that's points well spent yeah, they're, they're really good for him uh, and and um and strange bedfellows um gives you an extra point of repair so if you repair for one point you repair for two so it just just adds a little bit of extra synergy okay. um, then gas before with uh, a shrike and then three lots of negation angels and two units of optifex directive who are the uh, the mechanic the living mechanics so they've got uh, they can give you magical weapons pathfinder and and have repair actions but crucially yeah it's basically two units of three man um living models to stick in the list to feed death archons uh, vengeance and corpses um, I, i'm still grossly disappointed that the strange bedfellows that's never made canker worm a staple like yeah, just for just, the cool points, just, just, just the do, cool fact. Just doesn't go far enough. I think that was that's always the problem. I know, I know, uh, ads and stuff. Yeah. When, when it comes down, when when the rest of your army goes like six or seven inches further than he does in a turn, you know, and stealth yeah. just doesn't do for him yeah, what it needs to. Stealth just isn't good enough anymore. I think stealth needs a bit of a rework. I would say. Nah. Uh, so so I paired Aurora yeah. one with Aurora two. So Aurora, the Aurora two list was my my main, and Aurora one was only going to get dropped. With the Death Archons, if if I really thought that I could get a ga like a good game, um, so Aurora Two is like my flex list, which is Aurora Two with a Colliery, a Nomad, 
three Tessellators, Hypatia, two Void Archons, Frustrum Locus, Accretion Services again, the Algorithmic Dispersion Ops of X, um, Gatsby with a Shrike, and three lots of Negation Angels, and also two lots of Clockwork Angels, and Ops of X Directive again. Um, I was trying to get five Tessellators, but I couldn't, couldn't get hold of enough Tessellators to play the five Tessellators. Um, so Ops of X Directive ended up in the list as a, like a a last minute tweak um which made which was like a flex choice to to make a much better game into menoth for instance so yeah. tessellators obviously a fantastic at shooting but don't have magic guns so it was like a, well i can make sure all three tessellators can have magic guns if i'm going to menoth i don't have to worry about it. so easy peasy that's the that's the list i've played a lot of um or, or very close to and then the aura one list i've like put on the table once yeah <laughs> so so yeah it was un- unlikely i was going to play it but uh, there, there was there was the hope there that i'd get to to shine some death archons before they went um so yeah so let's go and talk about some games i guess so if we uh go through um in like a bit of detail um and then if you've had a particularly interesting game andy like you know just uh feel free to to give us more more juicy info so the first um uh, the first scenario was spread the net. Uh, so, uh, who, who did you play and uh, how did it go, Andy? So, I got drawn against Reese Darville. Um, I haven't played him before. Um, he was he was playing Legion. Uh, he had an Animag, Prim- <clears throat> Animag Primal Terrors list and a Lilith 3. I can't remember the theme, but it was Lilith 3. Yeah. Um, so, I thought I couldn't risk dropping Lucas. I didn't fancy running a Cloud Wall into Legion. And I didn't think Lucas would like getting shot, so I went with uh, with Silvestro, thinking worst case he can super super cloud, um, and and also he's just natively immune to fire and uh, corrosion, which seemed good in Legion. Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also gave me the opportunity to tr- see what the uh, the failed experiments like against some Ogren. So his he, he chose Animag, um, uh, which in- interesting side notes. Uh, Primal Terrors gets completely shut down by Cloud Walls. I know everyone's used to not dropping clouds into Legion, but Primal Terrors gets wrecked by Cloud Walls. Yeah, it was, it, I, I was kind of, from, from my perspective, I couldn't risk Lilith 3 into Lucas. Right. Yeah, yeah like that's if, fair. If, yeah, if, if you were right, right, rather, than trying to, rather than trying to win harder, I just tried to avoid losing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Was this the? I think I saw. I think I saw a picture of this list. Was this old school primal terrors? It was warmongers and war spears. I didn't see any chosen. Correct. So there was no Blightbringer, no chosen. So it was. It was all the foot foot ogres. So there was two. Yeah, two units of war. Uh, oh yes, and there was Golab and an angel and an Angelius. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and, and the usual couple of Hellmouth units. Yeah, well, of course. So I was so I thought that's okay. I, you know, fancy trading fell experiments into uh, into into Ogren, See how that goes. Yeah. I was a bit concerned by the Hellmouths because obviously I've got quite a few jacks which can get dragged here and everywhere. Um, so I chose the side of the board where there was a house, so I could angle so that you know so things wouldn't get dragged. They'd, they'd hit houses. So I could, I could contest my zone or score my zones with jacks and not run the risk of getting. You still not give away everything. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the end, actually, I rolled very uh, 
quite, quite luckily on on the um, on the initial shots into the Hellmouths because there wasn't actually that much cover for him to, to hide them away. They were out in the open, so the, the I used the power up token on the on the railless and dropped one at the bottom of one, and then I took the other Hellmouth off on the top of two with with a vindicator shot. So that really really helped. So. That allowed me to a just well obviously they just disappear but rather having to position to not get dragged anywhere i can immediately switch into just killing ogren so i was able to sort of switch over from dealing with that wave one dealt with that really quickly and, and getting stuck into wave two of all the, all the slightly slower ogren um i also out threatened him in terms of obviously i've got more shooting and the the, the failed experiments are quite quick if they need to be mm-hmm. um whereas he's slogging along so I, I was able to sort of dictate the terms a bit of that um, he moved up, and then I had uh, I, I featured with Sylvester, which was the science important feat. I went just had a really efficient turn of just killing as much of the front line, just shooting off a lot of a lot. Yeah, of just, just shooting off. Yeah, a lot of dudes, and then obviously triggering vengeance, and then the second wave coming in. But I, I'd weakened, I'd broken the back of those, yeah, those those main uh, main line combat units quite quite early on. So um, I, I was able to weather that storm, and then and then push that one through. So. It's quite high scoring, so it was. I did have to stand away from him and just let him sort of slowly walk towards me. So I think it ended up like thirteen eight or something on the CPs. It was. Yeah. We, we, were, we were both scoring our own our own sides. Right. Um, just wrapped wrapped that one up. So no, it was it was a good game. It was a tough tough game to start with. That's cool. Cool. Um. So my uh, first round. Son. Oh, go, on, go on, Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, it, it sounds like a slightly more modern list would have done a little, been quite harder to deal with. With the speed of Chosen and with the support of a Blightbringer. Yes. Did he yeah, get, did he get well, much use out of the flying heavies? Uh, what happened? I think the Angel committed into some failed experiments and maybe killed well, one. That's not going to do well. No. Uh, so, yeah, I lost two, revived one back, and then sent in a load up indicator. And... Oh, that's a rough trade. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, 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 so that, that was good. And Go- Golab was doing some hitting and running. He, he was. I was having to position away from him, obviously, with his um, in, yeah, the no healing entropic force aura. Yeah, the well, yeah. even worse than that, he's uh, he RFPs as well, so that yeah, kills yeah. your revive. Yeah. So, okay, so, interesting. I was having to watch him sort of quite carefully where, where he was uh, lurking. Yeah. So my first game was against um, Alex Bond, who was uh, a lovely American who's um, who's just moved over to uh, to UK. Um, he was playing Menoth. I think his pairing was Resnick and Cyrenia. Um, I was a little bit more worried about the Cyrenia list, but he dropped Resnick. Um, and we had like a oh. um, uh, a forest which, in like the center. Which Resnick? Uh, Resnick on the the chariot, um, the the big oh. the big boy. Uh, although his feet's really good against um, like angels because they just re- removes all of the light armor stuff basically trivially as soon as he manages to get nice. one kill obviously he has the explosion of um of fire just just kills anything that close by it's like a four inch um aoe and it's not blast damage it's just flat power 14s so just, just auto, oh yeah auto delete so that's that's kind of good for, for him but um, he had uh, so he's running in um War is the old faith so he had a victor uh, with a choir um Two melee archons, uh, max unit of Avengers, and then one of the one of the mounted paladins. I'm not sure if it was a dragon, um, uh, which he put on on the left flank with Victor and a and the melee archon, 
and then they had uh, like Gravis, Villamon, and some some other Paladin sort of guys, um, and one unit of Initiates. Um, and uh, I won the roll and chose to go first. Uh, at which point I was like halfway up the board. He had, apart from I think Victor was his only uh, ranged like options. Um, so Victor was on his on my left flank, uh, and on my first turn I basically just ran up, made sure I was outside of range. Um, maybe he could set some stuff on fire if he had lucky scatters, but wouldn't be killing anything because of um, um, uh, sense commands and no blast damage. Um, and he kind of stayed in in the same formation he deployed it essentially. So the the Avengers were on the right with all of the paladins around them. Um, Resnick was in the middle with uh, the initiates, and then yeah, I said the. Um, the victor was slightly on the left um, uh, and then flanked by a very wide uh, Menet Archon and uh, and uh, and uh, Cav Solo so he, he runs up so my second turn I basically just move in a diagonal manner across the board so I just put everything um, into his Avengers and the Menet Archon on the right to kill the entire unit, um, so I, I start with the, the Fashion Locust goes up and shoots off um, uh, whatever his, his his spell is that gives him vengeance and I think it gives him plus armor as well. Um, so I shoot that off with the Fashion Locust and then yeah, basically my angels and everyone and the the Tessellators just 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 turn head head across the board in Dangle Manor and kill all the Avengers. Kill the men Archon, but I had to commit a lot more than I expected to kill the Archon. It just 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 didn't get good rolls. Um, so I left. From there. I left Gravis alive, full of souls, and I think like two of the um, two of the Paladins, or maybe what was it one, one or two Paladins, basically behind them. Um, uh, in the middle, I killed all but one of the Initiates, and then on the left, I just left everyone alone. Parked one of my servitors on my flag, in in some rubble, and some some people like vaguely around it that I didn't care about. Uh, but yeah, essentially I, I shifted my army across. Um, his it's like counter punch, which was his feet turn. Um, was essentially on the left. He got to kill um, like some mechanics on the left, and contest my flag. I'm not sure. If, yeah, or you contest it. Um, and that's all you got to do on the left on the right hand side um, between Gravis and Resnick and the Paladins actually killed like a decent amount of angels just because obviously as soon as they killed one angel they exploded and killed any angel within four within like the, the four inch so killed, oh, yeah. killed an okay amount of angels but I'd held Gatsby back I'd held the Nomad back oh, sorry, no, the Nomad had gone forward um, to try and finish off the um, the Archon, but I'd help Gatsby back behind so he was like completely safe um, and then we had a couple of stone and mortar stance um, paladins go and try and block or at least make sure that um, if the Nomad was going anyway he was going to get free struck if he was going to leave um, and, um, and surprisingly Resnick came up the board um, all the way up into um, to a Tessellator uh, wrecked the tessellator but basically sort of backed off to the edge of the, the circle zone in the middle um i think it's like camping three but i was like my my entire army can now get to you um 
Oh, right. So, so, Jesus. So, so it was a, Bad time. Yeah, I was a little bit oh, like... Oh, that's horrible. If, if he'd had, like, Madeline, maybe, with some with parlay up, maybe that wasn't a bad decision. But otherwise, I was a bit like, oh, there's a lot of stuff that can get to you. And Gatsby was the first one that went in, and the last one that went in. That's enough. Yeah, did, didn't, yeah. Need, <laughs> did, didn't need anything else. Gatsby just went over on his own and just killed him, just, just wrecked him. Um, so that was my first game. Um, Gatsby... Showing, showing you definitely worth the points. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, how, Chris, how did because how did, it was in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, how do you think the first round went then, Chris? You, you obviously you got to see uh, a lot more games. Got to wander around the the hall. Yeah, I did and uh, I mean, uh, touched upon this a little earlier, but yeah, so very, very, very briefly, like the format was, everyone got paired up against someone, uh, and then based on where you uh, came in that in that first round, uh, you were paired into like a top pod, top eight, um, middle pod, and then the uh, then the uh, you know the the third pod yeah. of eight players, and oh. then everyone got you know three games after. Yeah, um, oh, I, I scored two CPs on my game, I should say. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, there you go. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that's that's where I uh, where my submarine sort of happened. This well, this this is it. Points. You had you had you had Andy farming CPs, and then you had you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, fix, fix, yeah, just just go and kill Happy instead. I tell you what, it's it's really interesting actually because um, I commented to Jacob, who's um, the, the other lad who is helping me run the event. Um, I commented after the first round. It's it's really weird because number one, I think there was. Probably one, maybe two assassinations across the entire 12 games, first round, yeah. and no one clocked. So pretty much everything else just went to scenario play, um, which maybe maybe was people were actually thinking, look, I need to try and get some CPs here to get into the top pod, who knows. But yeah. um, but it was interesting because I, I, I'll be honest, I thought first round, and it was one of the first tournaments people were back, people would be really rusty and people would just be clocking left, right and centre. But that, that didn't really happen through most of the tournament, I'd say. I, I well, was I was the... I was definitely worried about it because I've I've been playing Grimkin for like the last I don't know how long so I've not actually played <laughs> any convergence since basically I stopped playing um, on yeah. War Table as much um, and obviously the convergence lists are, are fiddly and like there's lots of moving parts and then on the table you're basically like lifting like wings out and then trying to put them in better positions it's um. It's not the, the the nicest game for you to play because you're basically like trying not to knock over your models constantly. But, uh... What are you I saying, Andy? Say actually, um, spread the net was was probably quite a good choice for that first round. So yeah, lots of scoring points on the board. Yeah, it, it, and it encourages quite spread out play. So yeah, I don't know if that was deliberate or not, but it's, you know, I, I guess you, I, I can imagine you're getting quite a wide range of scenario uh, CPs. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to say it was intentional, but um, yeah, I'm not that clever. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it, no, worked it, it worked out. It worked out. We'll talk a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk maybe about the mix of the um, of the scenarios anyway that we picked through the course of the day. But um, no, I thought I thought it was I thought it was interesting the way it shook out. Like I say, but um, yeah, pick people were obviously more on point with the clocks than I uh, than I expected. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so, so Andy ended up in uh, pod A. So and I and I end up in pod B. Um, and then uh, we moved on to Recon Two, which is the second game. Um, so, uh, what mm. did you what did you see, Andy? What was what was the Shark Tank like? Uh, so I drew Gav Roth uh, to start with. Um, Gav's a good guy. So he's Gav, one, of, one of my locals. He's just just coming back to the game. 
I was about to say, yes, yeah, sort of a regular Mark II player took a break at the start of Mark III and, yeah. and sort of dipping his toe back in. Well, he was playing a little bit before uh, the pandemic. Um, and, and then, yeah, sort of just, just back, coming back again. From, uh, from so the, he had, the Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so he had uh, his Scorn. Uh, so it's a Xerxes II list and a Zal Immortals list. Um, so looking at those, I wanted the hitting power that I got from Silvestro. And, and also with Scorn, quite a few upkeeps and uh, Anamai kicking around, so the yeah. purification in the back pocket was, was quite handy. That's an interesting um, concept. You don't feel that Lucas brings enough hitting power? Uh, also, I was more used with uh, Silvestro. I hadn't, I literally hadn't played that Lucas list be before. Ah, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I, I was thinking uh, with Disintegration and his crazy focus pool, like, Lucas doesn't struggle to kill things. Agreed, but it's, I, I wasn't sure about shooting Scorn. I'm not saying he can't shoot Scorn down. Yeah. It's like, you're right, there's the hitting power there, but could I make it work against, you know, Scorn Immortals at Armour 25 or, or Armour 22 right. or whatever? I suppose especially, especially it's also me. a problem when he's got, uh, what's it called? Arcane um, Vortex, the stop and Arcane Vortex, that's yeah. it, yeah. And that, okay, yeah, so, uh, well, yeah. Fair enough. So I went with Silvestro, he chose Zal. Um, his Zal list was two units of Immortals, one Supreme Guardian and a Mammoth, and, and various support bits and pieces. Um, so on Recon 2, as you might imagine, the Mammoth angling towards one zone. Um, uh, there was a, a Kriya. Kriya? Agonizer. Agonizer, uh, as well. Um, so the, uh, the mammoth was angling for one zone, Supreme Guardian for the other, Immortals just running around, being annoying. Um, he goes first, uh, so he obviously goes far, as far forward as he can. Um, he, I, I've moved up and had a, the odd pot shot, but trying not to trigger vengeance. Um, I don't want to give him any extra distance. So he then feats, what would be two, yeah, top of two. Um, so I've, I've, I've used my uh, containment operatives to, uh, just to put a corrosion on one unit. So they're obviously run forward, um, in, in quite clumped up. So the, the containment operatives, I was really impressed with those throughout the whole day. They're, they're eight points for three one wound models, but they are, I think they're really good. 14 inch range, arcing fire, yeah, three, different, three different shot types. Pretty nice. And, <laughs> They are pretty good, um, and the, the, so the power twelve three inch AOE cause a point of corrosion. So power twelve against armor twenty two. I think the immortals are. Yeah, but the point on, of corrosion. On feet, uh, needs, so so I, I'll take the gamble that I'm not going to trigger vengeance, uh, and instead I was putting sort of two or three corrosion points out on on the immortals each uh, each shot. That's really good. Um, so the start of his next turn, he lost five or six immortals just to corrosion. Was that that was quite cheeky? Um, so he so so I've shaved off again the front ranks. He's charged in, um, in into a vanguard, uh, which has obviously got set defense so and quite high armor anyway. So he did a bit of a mess on, on the vanguard but didn't finish it off. Um, and and then that then enables Sylvester. He's got he's got his targets in range. Sylvester then feats and just works way through through the rest of the units. Um, I've had, I've basically gutted all the immortal units at this point. So I corroded five or six the previous turn, or on, on his turn. Um, my next turn, his, his fleet's long gone, so I'm just, I'm just murdering immortals left, right, and centre. Yeah. Doing a big, doing a big chunk of damage to the Supreme Guardian, trying to avoid the mammoth. Don't want to speed that up. 
Um, make, making a lot of mess. I think Gavin Gav realizes he's lost a fair bit on, on attrition. Um, I've I've killed loads of immortals, so he's got all the souls he wants. Um, uh, on Zal. Yeah. Uh, I make a mistake at so my, this on my feet turn this turn three. I was being greedy, and I again this is probably me being rusty and not reading Zal's card properly. I went for so I did a free revive on a failed experiment, um, and I paid for a revive as well. Um, ordinarily, I'd think I'd have a super card just as a default because that's what yeah. you do with Sylvester. But I thought, well, that's okay. There's a forest just in front of him. I walk up to the forest, stand behind the forest. <laughs> I can miss, use. I, you miss I can mage use. Uh, yeah, may, yeah, may have missed mage site. So I, I'll just do one, revive one extra failed experiment, and that will set me up for the long game. That'll be, that'll be fine. Uh, goes over to Gav, and he's like looking at the table, thinking, "Well, I've lost too much here, so I may as well go for the assassination." I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> what, I've asked you. There's definitely no uh, art nodes in the table. I've made sure of that. So where's the assassination? And I went, "Oh." Uh, and then he points out mage sight and bang to rise. I should have. So I got shot by the mammoth, and Zal had I don't know how much focus, uh, how much fury, but lots. Uh, he should have definitely killed me. I was going to be camping too. He just couldn't roll boosted, boosted tens and elevens. Uh, and then when he did hit me, the, the, the damage was was pretty poor. And I somehow lived on. I had one focus left and about five boxes left. Yeah. Uh, and he'd spent uh, Zal, he'd spent all of Zal's fury just on the assassination run. So he, he, we basically called it there because my, my next turn I had a, a Zal right in front of me um, yeah. with, with an army ready to, ready to kill him. But uh, I, 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 I absolutely should have lost the uh, lost the game there. Lucas is I mean, he's surprisingly hard to assassinate. Like Sylvester. Oh, sorry, it was the Sylvester. No, never mind. Yeah. He should have been dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he should have been dead. <laughs> Like you guys seem to have like quite a decent length game as well, didn't you? Yes, I think. I mean, as Gab's coming back into it, um, yeah. I, so he was maybe sort of thinking things through. And I obviously, you have to approach that immortalist in, in the right way and unpick yeah. the right things in the right order. Yeah, you don't want to give them a sudden three three inches or speed up the mammoth. So I, I was probably taking my time as well. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. Cool. Um, we had we had. Um, did we have our lunch after the first round or the second round? I can't remember. Um, it was after the first one. It was after, after the first, the first yeah. So, quickly, before I go through my second round, the, the lunch there was, like, was really top-notch. I don't, I don't know what you had, Andy. I had, like, uh, the the 820 burger or whatever it was. It was. like a barbecue burger. But it was, like, it was like proper, like, high-quality pub food, basically, I'd say. It was the yeah, way yeah, to no, it. I, I, it was like really tasty. tacos. Yeah. I some tacos. They were very good as well. Yep. Yeah, I was super impressed. Like and and yeah, Chris, you like the value. I think for the event, Get, getting like a, a one day, uh, four four games out, and having like a really nice meal and a couple of drinks with it as well. Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth the ticket price, mate. So thanks for yeah, no for worries. Sort out, sort Probably... out some good deals there. Well, we'll be doing them again. Don't worry. Yeah, got another one coming up. That's cool. That's very cool. So my second game was against I think uh, well, it was against a guy called Tez, who I think is like one of the one of the locals for you, uh, Chris. He is one of our locals. Yeah, so, he's been there. So he's been playing, there a longer while. Playing Menoth, um, but told me at the start of the game how um, convergence is his other faction. Um, so I was like, okay, so you know what all of my stuff does, and he's like, yep, yeah, that's cool. I was like, right, sweet. This is going to be interesting. Um, he had Amon and Cyrenia and dropped Amon. 
again, I was more worried about you keep Cyrenia. Do, you keep dodging Cyrenia somehow. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm fine with that. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Cyrenia is probably, like, the best Manoth cast at the moment, I'd say. So I'm fine with... I, like, don't, think you, I don't think you're going out on a limb with that one. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm quite happy that I got Amon. Um, Spacey's got Amon with... Um, I think it's like three Crusaders, two uh, Indicters. Crusaders and Dervishes. Yeah, yeah, th no, three, three Crusaders, two Indicters, and then I think three Dervishes as well. And then, right, um, yeah, basically like support, so some vassals and choir, that sort of thing. Um, um, I, I went first. Um, check my stick, my short score sheet. Uh, so I went first and just ran up the table. And he, we, we, we talked about how uh, he had choir, and I was like, oh, so that's cool. I've got, um, so I went, I went, I dropped uh, Aurora 2, I should say. Um, I said, uh, yeah, how I had uh, the, the optics directive. So, you know, if, if he does, uh, basically to not catch him out. So I was like, yeah, if you, if you do, um, if you do say no shooting, these guys can, can obviously can hand out magic weapons to the test layers. So they can still shoot you. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I know. And that's why that's why we talked about how he, he played Convergence as other faction. Um, so he kind of ran forward really far. Um, he ran the choir, so they just didn't do anything. Um, and basically put everything kind of spaced out, but in front of me. Um, and there was no, um, there's no like, uh, nothing from the vassals. You know, he didn't have any, any enliven. So it's a bit like, it does, does he think... That the indicters can just chin, like whatever I can throw into them. Um, so it's a little bit like, okay, this is this is interesting. See, like in my head, I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I now smash into his army and and do an awful lot of hurt. So I move up. Uh, oh, he's got um, uh, an armor buff on the one indicter. So I move up with the frustrum locus. Ever, it always starts with the frustrum locus who shoots off the armor buff um, and then uh, and then Aurora goes, I feet and yeah, I destroy uh, two crusaders both indicter, uh, so two crusaders an indicter and all the dervishes um, and then I basically engage the rest of his army um, so essentially uh, Aurora sat back, untouchable uh, like way too far back for anyone to think to, to do anything to her, and uh, yeah, take out like all of his jacks. He was he was pretty pretty upset that how hard, how fast how fast I went <laughs> and how hard I hit him. And I was a little bit like, oh. we, we did talk about how you've got convergence. And he's like he's like oh yeah, bro, I don't play this bullshit. It's like it's like oh, he's, I think <laughs> uh, I hope I'm not doing him a disservice. Here, yeah. But I think I think Tez is is very similar to me in that. Um, You'll, you'll, you'll read stuff and you'll think, oh, yeah, I've got that. I understand how that works yeah. now. But until you've seen it on the table, it just doesn't, the jigsaw puzzle doesn't fit together. Yeah. I and think... I mean, we yeah, we haven't got anyone locally who plays Convergence like that. I mean, he's he's played around with it a little bit, played a bit of Synthirian. Yeah. I've filled it around with Synthirian. So, well, we're not we're not taking it particularly seriously, I'd say. You have to walk into the teeth of it once to really yeah. understand. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's one of those. It's the same for a lot of things, you know, like Kruger 2. You, know, you, you don't quite appreciate it. Like a bunch of the Merc casters, I think, are the same. Absolutely. Where, where, and you, you go, you go. his feet stops me moving towards the table edge? 
Yeah. And then, and then yeah. you see it on the table, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you just won on scenario. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They've so just yeah. featured turn two and scenarios over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time you get caught by Gordon. Same, yeah. Similar deal. You yes, just go, oh, exactly. shit, that's what it does. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, the game the game wrapped up pretty pretty easily from there. He basically said he wants Amon to go and kill Gatsby as like a a revenge killing. <laughs> so essentially, yeah. just just spent his turn uh, making a charge lane for Amon to get to Gatsby, um, knocked him down with uh, his star attack um, to to not let him dodge out of the way, and then yeah, just just killed Gatsby from from full to zero, and was happy with his life, and then just passed it over to me. Um, so, good lad. Uh, Fair play. Uh, so yeah, so that was, that was interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think a rude awakening, but I think I got the impression after we spoke, like after the game, that yeah, he like like Chris said, he was uh, you know playing around with a lot of like the more traditional, the older style convergence. Um, yeah. So not not really seeing the the angels on the table to see just how far they go. Um, so yeah, that's my second game. So I scored a bit a bit more of a reason. I got eight control points at that time. So a little bit more. Of a reasonable score to make up for my uh, my lack of it in the first game, um, and then we went on to Invasion as the third game. Um, um, I'll, I'll go through mine before Andy because mine's not going to take long. Uh, I played a Convergence Mirror match um, against Tom. Uh, he had Lucant and Aurora One, um, uh, very much so with like a very similar like uh, list where he's like. Um, Leaning on the the medium based infantry instead of angels, um, so I dropped Aurora two. He dropped Lucant. Um, he went first, uh, ran up the table. Uh, I ran up. Um, his second turn, he basically just runs further towards me, so past the half line, halfway line for a bunch of models feats, and has D cell up. And my turn, I basically. Just look at the amount of armor, and I'm like, okay. uh, so obviously he's got he's got the, the medium base infantry, so he's got the the guys with the the daggers, but also have shields. So they they go they go the eradicators. Yeah, so the eradicators yeah. go into shield mode. So they have plus two armor, and then they have plus four armor from the feet, and then they have plus two armor from D cell. <laughs> so I'm like, can I shoot any of this stuff down, before, or have I got to rely on getting into melee? And the answer was I have to get into melee, and even then it's not looking great. So I, I, I dicked around a bit at the start of the, the turn, realised that I wasn't going to, I was just going to bounce off his armour. Uh, he's got um, eradicators and then the, the the proper shield wall unit behind him on the right hand side. He's got uh, eradicators, on the, he's got eradicators yeah. on the left hand zone and then he's got basically um, a couple of negators who have been run off Gatsby um, centrally uh, and some conservators on Lucant just in the, in the middle zone. Uh, and I'm like, right, okay, I'm not going to get much done, so this is what I'm going to do, is I use my tessellators as just slam bots. So my three tests, so Aurora went first to give myself um, uh, repo, uh, repo five and uh, dodge. And the first tessellator goes in, um, slams into the first um, perforator and locks it into the perforator behind, then repos out of the way because there's no one in melee with it anymore. The next tessellator does the same to the next guy down the line. So basically I knocked down all but one of the unit and the only guy that's still left stood up is, is round the corner of the building. 
So I'm like, right, so the tessellators basically are out of threat range for anything to retaliate, and I've just knocked the guys down and said, like, next turn, you can stand up. Con- congrats. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, my friend, is what we call lateral thinking. Yeah, so, uh, That's actually very cool. Basically, very like, nicely done. It's like, I can, I can commit hard and go into melee and maybe do, like, a, some damage. I can't do enough. So, and, and there's so many. He had so many guys, and he had a bunch of. Um... Oh, help me, Chris! What are they? The, uh, the the things that bring them back. The little the little. Oh, creep- enigma, enigma foundries. The little creepy, yeah. creepy praying uh, things. Um, so on the right hand, so basically, I'm like right. So my my left hand zone is there's, there's there's he's in there. I'm in there. No one's scoring. It's fine. Um, on the right hand side I stick a bunch of clockwork angels um, just just literally run them to get in the way and the the furthest back clockwork angel is within five of one of my voids so I'm going to collect the souls when he kills the voids and when he kills the angels and if he clears out the zone entirely he'll be triggering vengeance as well for my void arc on the right so that's my plan there uh, and and all my negation angels are basically in like this big semicircle at the front of my army, out of range for anything to hit them. Um, and in the middle, uh, Gatsby just goes up, sticks some clouds in front of his jacks, and I basically just park and go, right, you can't, none of you guys can see me. We'll, we'll be coming for you next turn. Um, so his next turn, yeah, he stands stands up uh, and can basically all but clears the right-hand zone, but doesn't kill the guy that triggers vengeance, um, but takes, takes the, the zone, but I'm still contesting it, so I'm fine there. Um, and basically just like shuffles around in the middle um, a little bit. Lucan comes into the zone. Um, there's a wall um, just in front of the uh, conservator that's in front of him, uh, and one of the conservators goes to the right. So basically, he kind of skews a bit more towards the right. His guys are all knocked down, stand up, and shuffle, and aren't very happy. Um, and it goes back to me. Um, so currently. We have three dead clockwork angels, and I take my turn, and I'm like, "You've moved your shield guards and your other jacks, because obviously uh, Lucan gives them uh, all this all this back group um, shield guard." I'm like, "He's moved everyone apart from one conservator away from Lucant. I'm just going to kill Lucant. There's so much to chew through, and we're playing this like proper um, cagey game of positioning, and rather than like throwing things into each other. I'm like. At this point, I'm like, well, I could just get Aurora Confeet. I'll use Suppression Initiative to give everything dual attack. At which point, uh, she'd go up and put a shot in, put a spray in, and then the Tessellators can could basically go up into melee with the, the Perforators that have just stood back up and be within nine of Aurora, uh, nine of um, Lucant, and basically shoot. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's what I did. So the first one went in, um, and I was just like, you can have your free strikes as... Once, once they're empty of focus, they'll just repo back over the building. It doesn't matter if you free strike and hit them or not. And, um, and yeah, three tessellators. That's all it took. Just uh, killed uh, killed Lucant. So I only killed Lucant, and he'd only killed three Clockwork Angels. It was uh, not a, not a very high scoring game. <laughs> but um, I think I remember seeing the score sheet coming over, and I went, oh. What yeah. happened? Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> I was, you were there for quite some time. Yeah, I was z- zero ten, zero control points, ten army points, and he was zero zero because <laughs> it wasn't a complete unit of angels he'd killed. Um, so yeah, it was it was interesting. I I found it really interesting because it was like a proper puzzle of, of how I can stop him 
after feet turn from from just rolling over me, um, and how I could just go right. I, I, you know, there's so much of his army that I've got to try and get into. Like I can't possibly kill all of it in my feet turn just because of landing spaces and stuff. So so I went for the I went for the easy way out basically of uh, why, why play the next half an hour if I can just you know, focus on killing one guy. That's what I did. Yeah, I've also been playing King of Nothing a lot recently, and it, it can't get it out of my head. So, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like in assassination mode apparently. So, Andy, how did how did your your third game go? Uh, so this was Invasion. I should have said. I'm not sure I should have did at the start, but yeah, no, indeed. So I got drawn against Graham, who's uh, another Crucible Guard player. It's Graham so Keen. Graham Keen, yeah. Um, so. It was a bit of a head scratch on the list pairing process because he has a Lucas and a Gearhard list, and I have a Lucas and a Sylvester list. So it's like trying to work through who picks what, why, how should it work out, and so on. So, well, so I couldn't work out. So my Sylvester list, I think. Um, so Sylvester is say safe from or safer from Lucas because of his, his super cloud. Yeah. I'm not sure the army survives against either Lucas disintegrating stuff or Gearhard shooting it. Um, so I went with Lucas, thinking, okay, so if I, so, I'm taking Lucas. If he drops Gearhart, I can maybe assassinate Gearhart. Or if he drops Lucas, then it's a, a Lucas off and it's a 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, he chooses Gearhart. Uh, I choose, choose Lucas, as I said. Um, but I've quickly realized. As we're deploying, this is this is a, a mistake because, as I said earlier, my Lucas list is my Magnum Opus list. So I've got CGI on foot. So I've got assault troopers. Um, his Gearhard list is he's got a Vulcan, a Vindicator, uh, a Retaliator, a CGI unit, and obviously his CGI. I've got Snipe and 3D6 to hit, yeah. which is slightly better than my 12-inch guys with 2D6 <laughs> with to 6, hit. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I've thought, okay, I've got, I've got my Thamorite right Archon that, you know, he, he can do some good work. I can see through any, well, he hasn't got any flowers, but um, I, I can start, if I kill one, I'll kill, a, uh, he can a death drive in advance and kill another yeah. CGI. And if I get lucky, the D3, whilst it's still a D3 shot before the dynamic update, then um, I can get some, maybe get some good work done. So that's where, that's where Lucas puts his clouds. Uh, Lucas, Lucas hides, uh, sorry, tactically positions behind a forest. Yeah. <laughs> um, to allow him to put his clouds up in front of um, uh, the liberator, which is a, my, sorry, my liberator, which is obviously threatening Gearheart if, he, if he's just doing too exciting. Um, uh, also, my Thamorite Archon and well, hiding behind there, uh, my, my retaliator. Yeah. Um, and then my CGI just having to like play way back in the backfield and just just try and stay out of walk and shoot range, walk and snipe to shoot range from his CGI, which is which is pretty, quite, pretty legit. Quite a goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on, on on my left hand side, I've got my um, my assault troopers facing off effectively against his Vulcan. So I spread my assault troopers right out, um, thinking, okay, yes, he can drop and remove some immunities, but if I spread out enough, he can only maybe drop one. And, and just just try and make make it as hard as hard as possible, really. So uh, I've advanced up behind my sort of mini cloud wall with with, with my, the three pieces I just talked about. Um, despite having two retaliators in my own list, I completely space on the fact that he has a retaliator who can walk up, remove my two clouds. Um, the, 
the Vindicator gets the Eye of Sight anyway. Uh, I lose my Samurai Tarkon in one shot. Just, just, just gone. Uh, the Retaliator removes the other two clouds, and then the CGI start opening up on the Liberator. Uh, he, I don't know, he does. He's got twenty six boxes, so he's done, he's done like sort of twenty odd boxes. He's, he's pretty knackered. Mm. I've only got one mechanic in the list who, for some reason, I put him in a forest, and he hasn't got a Pathfinder, so he's slowly <laughs> running slowly out of the forest. The... Yeah, yeah. Um, so after that turn, I'm thinking, right, this isn't. You know, I'm, I'm going to lose my um, my Liberator, my, my one threat, my one long range threat onto onto Gearhard. This game isn't going very well. How, how am I going to sort of find my way out of this one? Um, so he he uses Vulcan on the on the other side to to advance up and is sort of shooting down some some assault troops. I think I lost a couple by then. Yeah. Um, he's he's been quite aggressive to to get of, of the rocket pod. He, he chooses the shot type which removes immunities. So the rocket pod will land on one and and can uh, and get within ten inches of the spray to start killing it. Uh, but he's moved up far enough to get a five inch aura onto another one as well. So he's, he's been quite aggressive with the Vulcan. Um, so his invasion is quite a slow scoring scenario. So I thought, well, if I can actually go some CPs ahead and just just try and... Yes, I'm going to get shot, but if I can get shot slowly or just it's not like die quickly... Ride it out, sort of thing. Ride it out and, and just get a couple of CP points ahead and mm. contest very, you know, just one a turn. Um, uh, but that, that, that at the time seemed to be my best option. Mm. So Lucas actually feated... Just to put a disintegrator at 15 inch, or just to get the extra range amplifier to get the 15 inch range on the Vulcan. So, so Lucas was able to just nudge around a little bit on um, on the on the forest, get the Vulcan within 15. I then rust it as well, so I've now got an armor 15 Vulcan. Yeah. Uh, TK a couple of things to get them into charge range, and basically I drop the Vulcan from full health with a Hutchuck, two charging assault troopers, and my Vindicator shot. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, char charging power to our weapon masters off the assault troopers with with the backswing with the second attack. If yeah, you hit that's the a nice addition for them. And uh, uh, dice off threes. You know, you got four dice off uh, at minus three, then three dice off at minus three. Is mm. just a, a single assault trooper is doing some chunky damage. Yeah. Um, the, the the vindicator did some, you know, softened it up a bit. Um, the assault, uh, the the suppressor which had rusted it. Did a bit. His second spray did some fire damage as well. So, so yeah. So basically, I just focused fired on the Vulcan, dropped that, scored the zone because all the assault troopers are charged in, so they now own that circle zone. And I blew up his objective. So I've gone two nil up on scenario, taken off the Vulcan, which is obviously good, um, and and basically trying to threaten on scenario. Yeah. Um, the, assault, the assault troopers being quite yeah, a bit more immune to the to the shooting with the the carapace. So I, th I think this move. Probably flusters Graham a little bit because he, he he then steps up with Baldwin, uh, yeah, with Baldwin to um, to do a bit more work and get a bit more in range mm. himself because he, he wants snipe left on the CGI. So Baldwin's getting within the thirteen inches for his uh, shadow buying gun, um, and also he, he doesn't finish off the Liberator. Just, so just, he'd know it down to about six or seven boxes the previous turn. Mm. I've finally got my mechanic up next to it and started repairing the boxes. Because obviously this is Magnum Opus, so I'm not getting a, a free repair. Yeah. So until I, until mm. I get with my, my one model which can heal him, um, I, I, that Liberator's out of action. But So I finally get that Liberator back. Um, and Gearhard has stepped up. So after his next turn of shooting more CGI and, and, and doing whatever damage, I'm thinking, right, I'm just going to go for this because... Um, 
Gearhart's close enough in range. So I was able to TK him. My Gorman moved up and blinded him as well. In, in fact, sorry, I did the blind first because it was basically it was a shot to nothing. If the blind lands and he's minus four defense, then I think the rest is, 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 is a go. Mm. Um, so, so blind, blind Gearhart, um, TK him and turn him round. My, my second retaliator walks off, hits him three times in melee, um, shoots him a couple of times with some CGI, and, and basically just and drop Gearheart. Um, and I just, uh, I, I think the game swung on that me taking that Vulcan, and I think that kind of just made you make uh, bad decisions just to try. Yeah, and get just back maybe, in. yeah, maybe, yeah. And, and I think as I said, because it was invasion and it was a slow scenario, going two 0 up when there's only. Well, I mean, he can take out my objective, but then there's only three scenario points, uh, three scenario areas left available for him to score in. Yeah, I, I think that that two nil was was quite helpful. So um, I managed to see out that with an, with an assassination. That's cool. Well done. Nice. But uh, lessons learned. Gearhart, uh, Lucas isn't going into a list without two liberators going forward. <laughs> uh, one one was too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's too fragile. That, that sounds like Evans' uh, sort of form of uh, list building. Evans, uh, you've been running how many how many foreboders with Agathon? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been running three because I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just if, if it's such a strong element of your caster, yeah, you you want to be able to to make sure you you get to, to leverage I, I it. I cannot tell you how many times I've played with two and people just go out of their way to kill one. Like if you know, it's a four point four bono. People will spend a twelve point Arknard to kill it, and it's worth it because suddenly it's such a big amount of threat off the table. Yeah, yeah yep. it is. Yeah. Same with Lucas, yeah. Cool. Um, and then, uh, and then we go into the the, the final game. Uh, so it's on split decision. Um, I get to play against um, Barry, uh, who is is, Bar is Barry like the the head UK judge, right? Pretty much. Is, is yeah. that official? Pretty much these days, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's top, as top official top. as it gets. Yeah. So, uh, so Barry's running trolls, running Madrak one and Madrak three. Um, Drops Madrak three with an awful lot of dudes, like two lots of two max units of Fen blades of the UA, uh, unit Creel warriors, um, uh, champs, Pyatrol, a basher, I think, like a bunch of bunch of solos as well, like Kithkar. Um, so there's a yes. lot of a lot of dudes that Madrak can, can tune up into weapon masters, uh, and I've dropped a lot of dudes into two death archons, and I've dropped Aurora <laughs> one with the death archons. So That's Barry, weird. Barry, kind of like ah. said said afterwards that he kind of tried to bait me into it because obviously void archons have. Oh, so it's so a Madrax feet, uh, Madrax three's feet. If you haven't played against him, is he gives? Uh, so first of all, he casts solid ground to make everything immune to knockdown. And then he feats and says, everyone's got four up tough, and if you pass your tough check, you make a three-inch advance immune to three strikes. So when you've got, oh, like, that's 40, 40 dudes who can, to, you can make into weapon masters. And, <laughs> bon appétit. And you've got no, uh, and you've got no um, entropic aura because you left your Void Archons at home. It's like, uh, maybe this wasn't the right choice, but I was like, oh. I, wanted, I wanted to play them the event once or once in the event so i did so we started with i i'd had the game with uh with barry in i think i can't remember if it was the vtc or one of, one of the online leagues um uh i dropped my aurora 2 list into his uh, i'm not sure what troll castle he was playing and i think he was playing hoggle 2 oh yeah Hoggle two. <laughs> and, I, and i think i killed his like glacier king with like three angels just, just that was oh, it something, something ridiculous 
on my feet too. Uh, he did, didn't have the nicest of times, and then the rest of the game was him trying to score scenario points for me uh, by like <laughs> destroying his own objective and killboxing himself, that sort of thing, to just end it quicker. So I wanted to have a nice game. So we started off by going to the bar. So I got a pint of Keeper of Secrets, which will be from the, the brewery you were on about. Um, I imagine. Uh, brewery. Yep. Yeah, it's all, all like uh, yep. gaming reference um, names on the drinks. And, uh, and Barry had a, a mead. And we sat down at the table and we set off. So Barry won the roll and went first. Obviously. And, and just, yeah, this, this, this sea of fen blades just runs across the table. One on each side, uh, on each flank, and then the the, the Kree Warriors in the middle and the champs basically behind because he doesn't want I mean, we to actually hit the champs but I don't think he cares about anyone else in the army at the start <laughs> I've got uh, to say just quickly those fen blades in that list are scary they've been giving me nightmares for the past few weeks so yes, do you know how they, far they're threatening that list so they threaten like 13 really? before vengeance 19, nine, 19 inches including the feet and vengeance yeah. what and they yeah, hit them at nine power twelve weapon masters, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they, oh, they're they, just they, ridiculous. They go pretty far if you give them vengeance, and they hit pretty hard. Yeah. They they, they yeah. get tuned <laughs> quite well. And there's and there's like twenty four of them because they've both got the UA right. <laughs> so there's twenty four of them, Amazing. and there's some champs behind, and there's like various solos. Um, yeah. So yeah, so he, he runs across the board, not quite across the halfway mark, um, and I basically run out and put everyone outside of range apart from a couple of um, a couple of Officer Directive and then pass it over and then as Barry starts to go I go, I go wait a minute have you got takedown in this theme it's like yeah I'm like, I'm like you're gonna like eat my Officer Directive and not even have the courtesy to give me corpses for my death archon <laughs> it's like oh yeah <laughs> I, was like, I was like that's what they're there for how dare you but he will but he will give me vengeance um, so yeah, he, he, he takes out, he kills the two um, that are within charge range because basically he, he's, he's coming, he's coming as deep as he possibly can anyway. Um, so basically, he parks, he parks his entire army in front of me in this ginormous, like, just wall of, of troll flesh um, with uh, with Mandrak at the back, like perched behind the champions, that sort of thing. Um, he forgets the feet, but I'm like, you, you were feeting. So he's right, right, and he's like, yeah. he's, he's, like, he's like, I've made a mistake, Dan, as Barry does. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's fine, you can feed. <laughs> so it's like, so pretty obvious, but you'd be pretty shit if you're. So, so I've got vengeance on my death arc on Hypatia, um, a steel sword protector on the right. I think that was it. It might have been another model as well. It was either three or four models had. Had Swift Vengeance, um, and uh, the Conservator on the right had uh, whether it's called Righteous Vengeance or the plus two plus two. Um, so my my three or four Vengeance attacks I make, all of them hit, all of them break armor, only one of them kills a troll, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, hmm, this might be a problem. <laughs> As basically he, these fen blades start does he coming at least does does feet attacks? Sorry, does he at least miss the feet attacks? I don't or know. So the, the, the feet, so the feet is um, four plus tough and a movement. 
Um, she doesn't get to attack. Oh, it doesn't get to make an but, attack. Okay. But, basically, but yeah, I, I make like three or four vengeance attacks and kill one troll, and the, the others basically oh. just, just just move closer in. So my conservator's not going anywhere, for instance. It's just like locked in. <laughs> by, and I'm like, I'm like, if even if I defeat this turn and throw my entire army into him. I could literally be still looking at like half to three quarters of his army if he rolls anywhere as good as he just rolled. So yeah, like, it's, it's could... all about those tough rolls. Yeah, and I'm like, this could be real bad. So I sat back. I, I, I thought. I said to him, I'm going to take a minute and, and think about what I want to do with this turn because what, while I'm eyeing up Madrax, so Madrax at the back, <laughs> but obviously the Death Archon is Vengeance forward, Hypatia is Vengeance forward, and I'm like. I think I've got a crack at just killing Madrak. I think he's on three camp. I'm like, I think I can kill Madrak. And um, he's like, really? It's like, he's like, am I not safe? And I'm like, I don't think you are safe. So we, we looked at it. Um, so all my angels operate forward, basically as, as close to directly towards um, uh, Madrak as I can. Uh, Aurora does the same. I don't think Aurora operates slightly to the right because she, she's got a spot she wants to go in. I'm like, right. Um, so Aurora goes first. I, I talk through the plan, which is Aurora goes first. And I think there's landing spots for three angels with the half-inch reach um, just, just around Madrek. Um, and then there's room just to his left for Hypatia to land because she's got a two-inch reach. And there's room for me to land a Death Archon in front and to his right. Oof. Uh, oh, and 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 five inches. In, 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 within that five inches, uh, him it will be there somewhere. So I'm like, right. So I start. I start the plan. So um, so Aurora goes up. Basically, works out where everyone's base is going to be because obviously you could boost off Aurora with arcane might. Uh, so I work out where everyone's base is going to be. Um, she feats, and then Hermit walks. Actually, she casts Aerogenesis and feats. That's it. That's a job for the. The turn for the, for the game, really. Let's be honest. Um, so, Aurora, so, uh, so Hermit walks his seven inches uh, over the top of uh, like the front line of the army, uh, casts Master of Ruin, and then repose five over the next line. So he's like now, know, like four inches away from Madrak. And uh, the Negation Angels go next, or the, one of the units of Negation Angels go next. Um, so all three of them land. Uh, I boost the, the first one, which hits him, so he's now paralyzed, so death five. Um, I do like a chunk of damage, um, then transfers, I think transfers two, two of them, and then takes damage off the third. So he's already looking pretty ropey, at which point I start to look at it and go, oh, wait there. So as soon as one of these hits uh, forces a tough check, if he rolls four or more, he just walks three inches directly backwards towards his deployment. Yeah. Zone, and and it is off. And, and it's off to a point where I, I put Aurora safe. So she's safe still. And I've only got so many models to commit. But also, I'm like, mm, I need to stop it. So I don't know why it took me a while. It took me a while to like un unravel the problem. And, and it shouldn't have taken me that long. Because the, the, the answer was the... Um, the the next unit of angels that run 16 inch just run over the top of Madrak and just park him base to base so he's got nowhere to go. <laughs> At which point Barry goes, shit, I hoped you didn't realise that and you didn't do that, so I did. Uh, and then the uh, yeah, the Death Archon went in next and just um, just chopped his head off. And that was it. And we had a nice 
nice end to the, the event where I got to basically just like enjoy my pint and we got to watch other people play games for a bit because because uh, I went for the I'm not relying on you not rolling all the tough checks in the world. <laughs> so I think I made the right choice because I, yeah, I, I do think you been, made the right choice. I think it could have been but miserable. I, <laughs> think to the... I mean, it's so much up to dice. Like I still think that's in your favor. Like there's only so many four plus toughs you can make. You're gonna make him take so many rolls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But this way, this way, it's less of a gamble. Yeah, and it is a big gamble, right? And as soon as soon as it starts, as soon as like um, the wrong trolls start to get their tough check, they just close ranks oh, and stop yeah. you from being able to land next to the next lot of trolls, for instance. I mean, to the uh, casual observer, I've, I've walked out to the table when when Dan, I think, first start, started contemplating the assassination room, and you just kind of look at the table and you go. Madrax, not quite in his kill box, but he's he's, he's not far. Sorry, yeah, being out the kill box even. Back, yeah, yeah he, was, he was quite far back. And not only that, but he had like a wall of champs in front of him, which were in themselves surrounded by a wall of, of Creel Warriors. And then surrounded <laughs> themselves by this wall of Fem Blades. And he's there going, I think we can get to him. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, whatever. Come yeah, back but, later uh, on. Yeah, and he's just like, surrounded like... by angels. Yeah, Barry's like, <laughs> would, you, would you think you were safe if you were stood here? Because I'm not. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> you actually have to completely bubble wrap yourself into that. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah it's, it's rough, it's rough. But it, obviously, there's, there's plenty of ways to get around it, like, if he had... Yeah. So, it, there, there, was a, there was a forest uh, about, like, six inches to his left, he, and he could have literally been behind the forest and completely and he... behind. Which, which, yeah, he, he admitted it. He admitted it, didn't he, at one point. Yeah, he just yeah. said, like, look, he there's no like, need for him to be that far forward. Could have been yeah. sat behind this forest, touching his own flag, scoring. And done, exact, and, and done exactly, and done exactly the, the same, same thing. Yeah, 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 basically caught everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that, was my, that was my last round. So that was uh, my, my 4-0, uh, which was cool. Um, Andy, what did, what did your last round uh, end up as? How did you... Uh... Uh, I, got, I got a draw against Rob, Rob a comic. Uh, oh, okay. Long time Kador player. Yeah. Um, he was playing Zakova 2 and a second caster, which I've completely forgotten. Yeah, uh, he, he terrorized me with that Zakova 2. Strakov 1. Strakov 1, yeah, yeah. Strakov 1, that's the one. Yeah, he, he terrorized um, me at the Sherwood with that Strakov, uh, with the, uh, the Zakova list. Well, I, I looked at the, which is why I've forgotten his second caster. I saw Zakova 2 <laughs> and I thought, right, well, I can't play Lucas because she's spell immune. Mm. And Lucas is going to. Die very quickly to some uh, ponies. Uh, spell ponies. Um, so I guess I'll best play Silvestro then, because uh, at least Silvestro's got his super cloud and admonition. Yeah. So super cloud, you have to get within five to target him, and obviously if you're within five, you're going to trigger. Uh, well, give, give, give me the option to trigger admo, um, and then I can move to the other side of the cloud, or just three inches away, or yeah. something. Um, so I thought, well, that's my best defensive tech here, and so I'll have to go with that. Um, so yeah, so we've got Silvestro uh, versus uh, Zakova. We have an initial bit of skirmishing. I quickly realised my uh, railless is a bit rubbish because it's got two big 10-inch sprays, but they're both cold sprays, so that's... Um, so basically, it's running around with like the, the, the long-range four-inch OE shot and an eight-inch spray. So, well, that's that's not very are, are good. The, are the Turnians immune to cold as well? So the ponies are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Turnians yeah, are as well. So yeah, so it's basically the jacks. I think are the only and and like 
Um, Iana and Holt are probably like the, the few things you can actually get with this raise in the list. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I guess we should say his, his list was there was a couple of shooty, shooting Kador Jacks. Um, what are they called? He's got a Decimator uh, and a Devastator, I think. Destroyer. Yeah, yeah one, one was definitely a Destroyer. And yeah, yeah, Decimator, that's right. Um, yeah. so, uh, so, they, all, so, they all start with a D. That's yeah. just, yeah, the Kador yeah. The Kado so, ejects. So those those two are kind of like next to each other, fairly central, just threatening the middle of the board, um, opposite my my jack line. Um, he's got a, a unit of ponies on either flank, and then the turnians milling, milling around the middle. Um, I've got the, the railless on one side with the, uh, the the failed experiments, and then a line of jacks across the, the rest of the board. Um, so I thought, well. I've got Sylvester behind, quite far back, behind the wall. I know it's relevant against sprays, but just it seemed like a good place to put him um, in his cloud with admonition up. It's about as safe as I'm going to get. Um, I do a little bit of skirmishing, pass it back over to Rob. Rob goes right. Well, I think I'm going to feet this turn. I'm looking at the ball, thinking well, I don't think he's going to go. I don't see how he's going to quite get my caster here. Um, but he feats for attrition, um, yeah. which I. I Probably didn't see coming. I, I was pretty focused on it's the Cobra Two, therefore it must be assassination focused. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay, that's a, a slight surprise. Uh, not not an as a surprising decision. It's more just I just didn't see it coming. Mm. Um, so he steps up with all his Turnian um, Turnian units and puts all the various debuffs out. Um, the ponies come in and start doing their spraying. Um, so he's dropped the the railless armor. By, by four, I think. Uh, one of the jacks, one of my one of my um, vindicators has got four off, four less armor. The other one's got two less armor. But I've I've put the vid, I've put them in a little triangle. So I've got the two vindicators and then the, the vanguard in the middle. Yeah. So the vanguard's got the, in this theme. They've got the double shield guard ability. Um, Supposedly, come in, do lots of crisscross spraying, get as many tar- multiple targets as they can. I end up losing the railless entirely from health for full health. And lose one of the vindicators, but the other vindicator uh, is probably the one on minus two armor, not minus four. Um, is is still still around? Still got some health left. Yeah. Um, I think the big surprise for him was the failed experiments. So again, I've got transmutation up on the failed experiments. So the def uh, def fifteen armor seventeen with an uh, yeah, uh, sorry armor fifty with uh, armor fifty with impervious. Yeah. Um, so with with the ponies with the, with the Zakova spell for the three six to hit, in this instance hitting them wasn't a problem. But then he's got power twelve cold sprays with one dice against armor fifteen, so he's not actually yeah. doing that much. And I've also got tough if he ever does get through that. So yeah. I think he was expecting just to completely gut the units. I, I think I lost one and like two two or three wounds on on a number of them, but that yeah. that was it. Because each spray, he's lined up each spray to get, say, two, two yeah, experiments for yeah. each spray. Um, so I, I, I think that's... I've, I've got more failed experiments left than I think he was expecting. Um, and I, I've done the usual Sylvester trick of luring in the opponent without losing that much. And then so my next turn is like, right, well, this is, this is my attrition feat turn. Um, I've, I've feated for science importance and I've, I've killed... So one suppressor kills four ponies on, on the right hand side between punching and sprays um, 
the failed experiment, well, actually revive the one that he did kill. They all hyper-regen, basically pretty much back up to full. They all walk for Mass 8. They go in and they just, they just between the Berserks and the two attacks they have each, they just kill all of the, the, that unit on, on the left-hand side. Yeah. So he's, 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 lost, he's lost like nine ponies. The, the containment operatives, again, um, this is a really useful unit. Just hang at the back. 14 inch range, decent range, especially that, you know, after the opponent's committed. Um, aiming with signs of importance against all these clustered up Grey Lortonians, just, just melt all this debuff guys. Um, and, and, and then and then I'm starting to repair my jacks. Because obviously I'm killing a lot of a lot, a lot of models which have come into Silvestro's control control range. Yeah, and every time I kill the, yeah, the Every time I stuff, kill, kill one, um, I get to heal D3. So Yes, the the uh, the failed experiments have regen themselves. The the jacks that were damaged, in particular the, the heavily damaged Vindicator one, that is basically back up on full. And I've taken off pretty much everything bar like Ion and Holt and, and the, the the two shooting Cato heavies and and yeah. the odd the odd turning left around. Um, so I think that was quite a big swing turn back in my favour. I kind of basically absorbed the punch, lost the rail as fine. But then just just took so much more back by by being at that by drawing him into that closer range, um, and, and I kind of ground out from there. So I think in the end, you know, it was like eight two on CPs. I just he just ran out of stuff to contest, and I was I was able to start scoring. Right, cool, cool. Well, so well done, man. it was um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a tough 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 yeah. game because it, 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 it's always quite hard. How much do you offer up? How much do you step forward into it? Yeah, um, I, I think it's really scary. This Rob, Rob played into it. Me at Sherwood and killed three clocks on his feet turn. Um, at which point I was like, I'm not sure I can come back. And uh, I nearly did, I nearly did, but I didn't quite. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've definitely got a lot of respect for it. I think it's it's got like a lot of flexibility where I think if the if you've, the got, D- you've got to be safe, like you, and you've got to keep your caster 100 percent safe, or he does just kill you. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is why I chose Sylvester. Yeah. Um, I think, from memory, or if, if I'm right, I think the Turnian debuffs are model debuffs. They're not model unit debuffs. So I think oh, if, he, if 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 one of those was able to drop, like, I think if one of them was able to drop like minus two armor on all of the failed experiments or something, mm. then that would be a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, but because they're single targets. I think nice. went, went for the railless. Um, and I, and I think in this mission, in this matchup, I don't think the railless was actually going to do that much anyway. With with the two big sprays just not not in play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so it might be. Yeah, you know, I don't know if Rob's faced the failed experiments before. Yeah, they're a new unit, so maybe he hasn't faced them in increasable guard. Yes yeah. or not? So because because that ability to walk between strength, armor, speed, they're just really flexible. Go okay, right. I'm fighting yeah. high def, low armor guys. Right, I walk for, walk for the um, mats and then just munch through. Yeah, they're, they're, they're super cool. Like the models are, are really lush. Yeah. Like if I, I like how the how Chris Regard have taken this like sideways sort of skew towards a little bit more like Resident Evil style of of science rather than uh, <laughs> yeah, where they've got these. these really? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was only there slightly in like the the the, the big Alice model yeah. and the trance. It's like kind of the, well those those failed experiment type models and yes, see that theme buffed up slightly. It was quite yeah. nice. Yeah, it's quite cool. So cool. So well, that's so you. You won your pod. Um, I won my pod. Yeah, I got, yeah I went four notes. So uh, who, uh, Chris, Chris, run run through like how how you think the rest of it went. Who who won the uh, the spirit of Sturgis? I can't actually remember off the top of my head. 
Yeah, so um, so we had uh, as I said, we had uh, eight awards through the course of the day. So we had um, three first places, three second places, um, best painted, and a Spirit of Sturgis award, which went to the um, basically the sports person. Uh, that, that was voted for uh, by us, the players, wasn't it? it was like indeed, by 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 their peers, yeah. and uh, it was awarded to Reese Darville, yeah. um, who um, who Andy played in the first round, yeah. of course. Uh, absolutely stand up lad, lovely, lovely guy. Um, played some fun stuff, and uh, I was just there to have a good time. And um, everyone seemed to seem to enjoy their games with him. So uh, he took home the the, the top prize. Um, and then you, gents, of course, won uh, won your first places. Uh, Zulvinas um, won um, in the other pod, um, beating Ryan in the final. And I think uh, I think part of that was helped by the fact that someone was feeding Ryan a lot of beers. Final <laughs> round that was that looked like an absolute grind fest. Men off the men off. Um, and uh, yeah, so it um, it all it all it all worked out really well. Rich Paget won the uh, best best painted award with uh, his absolutely beautiful um, yeah. Infernals list. He had an absolutely gorgeous Sloan list. Um, yeah, Pat- Gandhi uh, came in. Paget is another old old uh, Martu player. So yeah, this is it. There's a, there's a few people coming in like that yeah. with um, you know a few, a few of the older players, the old guard. But yeah, Rich Rich um, Rich won that one. I think close. Close second and third, maybe even just tied second was was Andy with his beautiful Crucible Guard army yeah, and um, and uh, Gavin Roth as well, who whose Scorn army was just yeah. just yeah, absolutely mint. Yeah, yeah mammoth, mammoth's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, I, I was having a close look at uh, Rich's army's Infernals at the, the lunchtime. They're very very nice. Stunning, aren't they? Um, yeah. So no, really really good job. Um, I think he's in the process of painting the Omadamas list, is he? So I look look forward to seeing what that all looks like when he's uh, when he's all done yep. with it. Um, but no, overall t- tournament seemed to go very well. Lots of happy people at the end of it, and people came away with some nice prizes. Yeah, and you said uh, there's there's room for expansion. Obviously, we only had like half of the the gaming area, right? So yeah, big, this is bigger it. events I mean, in the future, hopefully. Absolutely. I mean, 20, 24 players for that one. I think we could quite easily double that. Um, we're talking about oh, team events. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we, we could double that space-wise, I think. We, we're talking about team events. Um, we've got a just a very, very quick plug. We've got another tournament coming up on the 27th of November, which I believe Jamie and Barry are running. Um, no full details yet on that, on what that's going to be like, what kind of format. I think that's uh, that's under discussion. But um, we'll be looking to push for, for similar yeah, it's, it's a nice way you, you guys yeah. are set up to run as a club. So, like, you you get to play the next one. You and Jacob, who who ran this one, um, get to to sit down and play the next one. Uh, got Absolutely, enough, that's enough, the hope. You got enough players with enough experience that you can like sort of shuffle around to, to make sure everyone has yeah. their their time to play, which is cool. Like, and just an, another another quick word on, um, if, you, if you don't mind, Bud, really quick, was, on, uh, just a just a thank thank you as well for um, Paul Sheard who came down for the date and. It, it, prime example of like what the community is like and and you know how great people are paul turned out had the day free said he was going to come down on the off chance that we had a drop and then if not he said he'd just help out and he and he spent the day judging just walking about helping yeah. us and uh, you know doing some judging which was quite a long way away hasn't he so absolutely yeah, yeah but he's, he's, nice he's just well. out. still still playing and still enjoying stuff Cool. Smashing it, yeah. smashing people with false here. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't think that's going to uh, change is, that much. Either. It is still ruthless. It is still <laughs> so ruthless. 
But but yeah, so yeah, all in all, I'd say yeah, well done for for running the event, uh, Chris. You and you and um, Jacob ran a really nice show. It's like we had uh, we had screens up with people's um, where where people's tables were meant to be. Um, a nice nice open cool area. There was table service as well constantly. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, a, right. would you like another drink? Would you like some snacks? It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I said to my, I said someone after the first round, it's like. A little bit like it reminds me of a, a, another gaming store, uh, like up, up maybe to the northwest, but with a, with like yeah, maybe maybe like ten times the amount of class. <laughs> rather, rather than getting like you know a pint of ale thrown at you by the bar, instead it's like oh, would you like uh, a tipple of gin, sir, with your with your next uh, round? Is there? Is it nice? Tell you what, one one thing you may have missed is behind the bar. Not only have they got the meat and the beer, but they've also got potion bottles. Yeah. Um, so you can have like uh, cocktails in a potion bottle. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I was, I was saying as well, when we turned up, the the chef was basically just uh, just pulling out freshly made donuts out of the oven as well, and it was like oh, this is yeah. this is a classy joint. This is nice. That's cool. Pretty mint. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's that was, that was your uh, inaugural event, right? So that was the the Warsaw War Masters inaugural steamroller. So indeed, yeah, and like I say, plenty more. When, when do you guys uh, play if people want to come down and like play with you casually and stuff? What's the Yeah, I mean if, if people want to come down, um Thursday night is our traditional gaming night. So um just give us a shout. Feel free to bring us like a message people, on Facebook say, or Discord or whatever. You, they just do a search on Facebook and uh, and Dan's major website so it's warsaw.warmasters.uk if you want to check out the website. Yep. Um, so you'll find Absolutely. Like, some, oh, very nice. some articles Beat. and uh, stuff about yeah, Dan, things coming up. Dan surprised me with that one. He just uh, he just turned around one of the days and went, uh, I've made a website. I went, sorry. And he went, oh, I made a website last night. Looked online and went, holy shit, this is fantastic. <laughs> He's put some serious effort into this thing. Wow. He really has. Really good job. But there's a there's a few people doing articles for it. I think there'll be some articles following on from the tourney as well. People putting battle reps up and whatnot. So, um, yeah, cool. look out for some content. That's good, cool to see. So yeah, so thanks very much, there, man. And uh, Andy, well done as well for that. That was my first win, by the way. I've I've, got, I've come second a bunch of times and third. I've never actually won an event, so I was like, oh, oh so, I went, so I went straight to the bar with my uh, my winnings, and I bought a bottle of mead because because good man picked the bottle of mead from the winners' table, and I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to go. And then <laughs> and then Gav Rofus stood next to me, going, just go to the bar with the money you just won. I was like. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, so I came over with a bottle of of the Nidogger mead as well. She had a, a little tipple of the other night with the the wife. It's quite nice. It's proper smoky. I, I definitely need to make a pilgrimage then. Get it. Well, if nothing else, for a bottle of mead. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, great so, move. so thanks, thanks Andy for joining us as well, talking about your game stuff. Thanks, uh, Chris, yeah, for, no, for talking about your your absolute fine, pleasure, fine ass event you ran, mate. And uh, yeah, hopefully. We'll be uh, seeing people soon. You got are you are you all doing the team event in Sherwood next month? I, I think yeah, I am. It's next month. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, Should yeah, I'll be there. Oh, we're bringing three teams down, so we will be about three teams. Uh, who you who are you playing oh, with, Andy? Yeah. Oh wow! Do you know what? I can't actually remember who who I'm playing on the team with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a team with someone. I think, I think, I, I think I, I'm playing I mean, with... Um, in the same boat, I'm not throwing any stones. I think I'm playing with Gav. Uh, Gav, uh, who who uh, with the Scorn, and with Matt Oakley. So, that, like, the, the the old Wolfpack uh, sort of team 
Um, so will that that'll be interesting. See some uh, some old names oh, come nice. back. Um, yeah, so hopefully that if you if you haven't uh, seen it, that's the the Sherwood. Uh, so Sai is running a, a team event for the next one, two three man team event, German style. I'm not entirely sure what that means. <laughs> We've discussed the pairing process. And it's like oh, we'll, we'll come to it. It'll be fine. It's going to be pretty casual, I think. It'll be just like a good, a yeah. good weekend, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but cool. Well, thanks very much though for joining us, and I'll, I'll love you and leave you. And uh, uh, I have puppies to take out. It's like you know, eleven o'clock, perfect time to walk dogs. Um, so yeah, thanks very much for joining <laughs> us. Uh, don't forget if you are enjoying the content. Say, if, uh, go on, sorry, go on, go on, Evan. No, no, I was about to say, if you're doing something clandestine with puppies at 11 o'clock, this is more Cruella de Vil territory. Oh, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> fine. There's, there's, like, nothing in my village to do. So I can walk, I can walk like, <laughs> two minutes, and I'm now in farms, farmland. So uh, I'm not going not gonna to get up so much, much mischief. Um, but I'll say, yeah, if, you, if you're enjoying the content, thanks for watching this. Um, come and join the chat, and, uh, yeah. Follow, like, subscribe, and feed like the social media monsters. It's all uh, all appreciated. And uh, with that, I love you. Awesome. Bye bye. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, all. Take care.